This is a Soulfire production. Hello, and welcome back to the podcast. I am coming back to life slowly but surely after about a week and a half of getting knocked on my ass. I had some type of cold flu thing. I don't know. It wasn't the you know what, but it doesn't really matter. Honestly, the energy has been so crazy in between the two eclipses. I just felt like it was a total cluster. I was so exhausted, so emotional. I could feel my whole body just being like, we need to collapse on the floor. I think a lot of people felt that way. It just felt so out of control. My emotions felt wild. And I think a lot of people felt that these two eclipses were so intense for me and I could feel everything really recalibrating. And amidst that, I I went home for a weekend and I felt like that's kind of where things energetically hit their climax for me. And it was, I got home right before the second eclipse and I just got so sick. And I mean, it's a very physical thing, but I think it's a great example of how ascension is a really physical process. And I have just been having so many really annoying symptoms that you could probably still hear it in my voice because I'm still getting over this. And this was like a week and a half ago, but it's been this like ongoing thing that's just not going away because it is so spiritual. And I've been going through this really intense like purging process energetically, physically, emotionally, spiritually from every angle. And I think a lot of people are going through this right now. If you've been watching any of the energy updates I've been doing, I've been doing regular energy updates on YouTube and in the channel collective membership. I'm obsessed with them. It's so much fun. Definitely check them out. But a lot of the messages that are coming through are really consistent. And there's a lot of there's a lot of releasing, purging, setting boundaries. And that's what I want to talk about in today's episode because it's really been on my mind over the last week. You know, anytime I get knocked on my butt, I have plenty of time, I would say, to reflect and to think and for a lot to come through. And I've just been really reflecting and boundaries is coming up a lot. And the boundaries conversation, I feel, is really connected to time and energy. And these are topics that I've really been very focused on, interested in personally, and it's all very connected. And so I kind of just want to continue the boundaries conversation and talk about how that's shifting for me. And just, you know, I'm hoping that in sharing this, I think it's going to be relevant for a lot of you because I think a lot of us are going through this stage right now. And I also wanted to bring this up because if you've gotten sick or have had any weird symptoms over the last couple of weeks, there has just been a huge period of a lot of very physical activations. And when I think about being in this period of release, of purging, that's like a very physical thing for me. And so I know for me, it comes out a lot through my skin. I mean, digestion, yes. I mean, I have had many times in my life where I randomly get like what appears as something like food poisoning. And I know it's not food poisoning. I know it's like a spiritual thing. Also for me with my skin, I'll break out a lot, uh, just have acne come up because it's just trying to get out in every direction. And I have also been purging my physical space. I spent this last weekend just getting rid of as much as I could and moving that energy physically. Also, it was interesting for me how much kind of dropped in <laughs> to my reality 
in terms of other larger things that needed to be shifted. And I think this is a really helpful thing if you're wondering what to release or what energy to move. If you're feeling stuck energetically and you know something needs to go, because I typically think more about like what needs to go versus what to add in, because when we make the space, then what needs to be added in usually just kind of reveals itself. It's also in the space where the inspiration drops in. But if you're feeling stuck with, well, what is it? And it's just not coming through intuitively. I find that moving things in the physical space just gets the energy flowing in that direction. The same way when we talk about, you know, as you are digesting, drinking water or drinking tea, drinking your electrolytes, drinking your Organifi, whatever it is, drinking just helps stimulate that energy of digestion and that will help your uh, your brain, your body, your energy field digest what's going on as well, digesting emotions. So think about that in the different planes. And so for me, if I move my furniture or I redecorate or for me, like just purging out, like, okay, I want to release old objects. I mean, I got rid of a ton of just backup supply. I'm the kind of person that has so much backup supply. And in the process, there were so many like larger lessons for me about holding on to things. But also it was physically moving the energy and then that was mirrored in my reality elsewhere in terms of parts of my business that needed to be released, relationships that needed to be released. And it really opened up this whole energetic field portal awareness for me around other things I needed to cut out, other things I needed to purge. And it was just moving it in the physical that allowed the rest of that to really come through. And I'm, I'm really glad I took that time to clear my space even more, to let go. And it has also, you know, been piggybacking on this whole energy for me of feeling like I need to clear the slate completely and just shift the energy of everything. Like, and I'm in this period right now, which it's funny because going back to the pattern app, if you don't already use the pattern app, I'm telling you, I'm obsessed with it. It's my favorite astrology app, but there's this one cycle that, I have started. And this is a cycle that I literally have been looking at for the last year and a half. And and when I first looked at it, I was like, oh my God, I'm so afraid of that cycle. I was so afraid of this cycle. And now I'm in it and I'm like, let's fucking go. I'm fucking ready. The cycle, it's called freedom from the known. And the whole energy is don't try and control anything. You know, this next period of your life, anything you try to make happen won't work out. It's literally just going to feel like the universe is tossing you around and your entire reality is going to change. And, you know, the reason why I was nervous about this was because I've had many different astrologers and numerologists that I've seen over the last five years point out this time. They're like, when you're 27, it's going to start in May and there's going to be this period where everything's going to shift and you're going to wake up one morning and be like, well, my entire life just changed overnight. And it's, you're going to have to be willing to get rid of everything you've known before. And I was like, oh my God, I'm exhausted. I have, I have like rebirth hangover. (laughs) I got to move off this Pluto line in San Diego. I'm living on my Pluto line in San Diego. I got to move off of it. (laughs) It's, it's, it's uh, exhausting. Anyway, now that I'm, I'm, I'm in it. I'm started this cycle. I have a very different perspective of it. I'm definitely not afraid of it. I'm like, let's go. I'm ready. But I feel that happening and I like feel it building. And, and part of that 
happening is just releasing stuff. Like I don't even have to know where I'm going. I'm not going to know where I'm going, but what I can do is create the space for what's better than I could plan for to just drop in. And so there's just been a lot of letting go. And with that has been sad. It's like a lot of bittersweet endings. And I think I'm just emotionally like trying to catch up. And I don't think I've ever been in such an intense, like consistent death and rebirth thing over and over again. This last, I would say like the last six to eight months, I'm just always trying to emotionally catch up. And then on top of like, I took a step back and I'm like, I just channeled two books in the last three months, <laughs> like two whole books. Uh, you know, it's it's a lot to kind of process and digest. So there's a lot changing and my whole physical body really took it over the last week. And, and it wasn't like going away and I was getting annoyed and the guys were just like, it's not going to go away until you like really get in there and get into why this is coming up. And again, one of the reasons why it's coming up and because I know a lot of people got sick was there's a huge wave of ascension, activations, physical upgrades. It's a very physical thing. And energies that need to be released can come out very physically. So if you got sick in any way, if you've been dealing with skin issues, digestive issues, if things have been really wonky, a lot of it is really ascension based. So I just want to put that out there because I think this month has been kind of rough for a lot of us. There's just so much eh, that needs to come out, emotions, physically, all of that. I feel like things are really going to pick up speed and shift a lot for a lot of us very soon. So I'm excited for, for that. Um, but usually, you know, before that period of things speeding up, you have to slow down to speed up. <laughs> and I find there's usually this pause, this slow down, this create the space before we're going to be launched forward. It's literally like the bow and arrow, right? Being pulled back before it can shoot forward. And that is often how manifestation works. And so in that pulling the arrow back space, I've just reflected a lot. And one of the big messages for me has been around boundaries and kind of different levels of that. Obviously, one of my favorite conversations. So I wanted to share more about what I've been thinking about in, in that aspect in this episode, in case it resonates with any of you. Before I get more into the specifics around boundaries, Update on my end. I'm super excited about this. I've been wanting to do this for so long and have just been waiting for the right time. And so if you enjoy the book, if you love Manifestation Mastery as much as, as I do, or if you haven't not yet read my book, Manifestation Mastery, it is a channel text all about the energetics of manifestation. And it has so many layers to it. It has so many layers to it. Every time I read it, more things come up. And every line, there's so much to unpack underneath it. Every line I could talk about for five hours. And so I really wanted more space to really go into the different layers of the text and unlock the different layers of meaning because there's so much to say. And there's a lot that I know, you know, if I just take one paragraph apart and peel it apart, there's so much that you're going to be like, oh shit, like that's mind blowing because, you know, when I'm channeling it, it's like one sentence is a zip file of information and underneath that is so much else. And I have my experience channeling it and I kind of get a different frame of reference because I'm 
seeing so much visually as things are coming through. So I'm getting other examples and other information as well. That's not all explicitly stated in the text. And so that's what I love about this text is it's living, it's breathing. It has so many layers. There are going to be so many different layers of understanding for you individually, but then also just, you know, for me and channeling it and what the monarch being wants to say, all of that coming through, they have, and I have so much more to say about every line as well. And I really wanted a space to unpack this. So what we're doing is a manifestation mastery deep dive. I am so excited about this. I'm so excited. If you want to really unlock the magic in this text and really unlock manifestation in your own life and like really master this, you've got to sign up. It's going to be epic. So I'll put the link in the show notes. And the way it's going to work is we're starting in June and there will be one call a month for the next six months. So we're pacing it out. And in each call, we're going to go through about five to six different chapters and peel it apart. And, you know, you can ask questions, but I, you know, want some space for us to go deeper into it. It's going to be like a book club on steroids, basically. It's going to be so fun. And then that way you can reread the text from a new lens. If you haven't gotten a chance to finish it or even to start it, you can do it alongside us. So it's going to be a lot of fun. It'll be a journey over the next six months, one call a month for the next six months. You'll get all of the recordings. So even if you can't make it live, it's totally worth it to just, you know, get in there and, and watch recordings because it will unlock so much for you. I had, well, I've had many people reach out to me and ask like, to do some type of user guide or something. People have asked like, oh, well, I want to know your notes or what else came through around each section. And so this is my answer to that. And I'm really excited about this format and just having the opportunity to have you come live where you can make the calls will be really fun. So the Manifestation Mastery Deep Dive, we're starting June. It'll be over the next six months, just one call a month. And it's going to be a ton of fun. So if you want to go deeper into mastering manifestation and really unlock all of the different layers of this text, check it out. Again, a link in the description below. And we're starting mid-June. So that's my update for you with manifesting. And manifesting and boundaries go hand in hand. You know, this was the big thing that was coming up for me. Thinking about boundaries, such a large topic. And my guides were basically like, you need stronger boundaries. And I'm like, you guys, I feel like I'm a hard ass with boundaries. I feel like I'm so aggressive. And here, here I'll be honest, my boundaries have gotten kind of leaky over the last, honestly, it was since launching this book. As, as more moving parts were happening in many directions and you're working with different teams and trying to accommodate everybody, there are these places where I started budging on my boundaries because this had to be delivered at this time. This had to be delivered at that time. And I got really caught up. I got caught up and I I got caught up and my my boundaries got leakier and I paid the price. <laughs> I got so burnt out. And so there was some of that. And I feel like, you know, since realizing that I've sealed up many of those holes, but it still didn't feel like enough. And I've just been feeling off and it felt like in the last week and a half as I'm knocked down and I'm like, why have I had a stuffy nose for like 14 days? My guides were just like, you're going to have a stuffy nose until you listen to us. <laughs> it comes through for me in my physical body. So I feel energy really strongly in my physical body. And I'm very sensitive. And the more my intuitive gifts open up, like the more sensitive I become. 
And I can have some resistance to that, but I have to just like honor it and realize how intensely in my physical body I feel when things are out of alignment or I feel when there is a need for a boundary that's not set up. And what they were basically saying is, you know, the boundaries that got you here aren't going to get you there. And what they said was, you know, it's like the assignment has been updated. (laughs) As the assignment gets updated, the boundaries need to get updated. So the boundaries that were working for you in that phase with where you're headed, you will need new boundaries, updated boundaries to align with getting there. And this is something that I have had to think about with different phases in my business and I feel will be very helpful for many of you. When I'm thinking about the boundaries I'm setting up, like if my boundaries aren't set up for where I am headed, then I'm not going to feel energetically, physically, emotionally safe in my body to expand, right? Because if I'm already expecting, oh, when I expand or when I get there, when I am living this type of life and I'm already expecting I'm going to be tugged in this direction, I'm going to have to do this and that, and it doesn't feel energetically safe, it feels exhausting to get there, I'm not going to let myself expand in that direction. This is making sense. And so it's, okay, what are the boundaries going to need to be so that I feel safe and stabilized and energetically, emotionally, physically, spiritually prepared to expand there and to be that version of me and not feel overwhelmed, not feel pulled in too many directions. And so it's getting ahead of those boundaries. And bringing it back to manifestation, this is how we direct energy flow. It is by setting up boundaries (laughs) so that we can direct the energy clearly, effortlessly in a very streamlined way versus it feeling all over the place. I talk about overwhelm a lot in Abundance Accelerator. If you're interested in going deeper into manifesting abundance of all forms, check out my course Abundance Accelerator. It will really crack that open for you. But I talk about overwhelm a lot because this is one of the big blocks for manifestation. And it's something that I for sure have to be aware of in my own life, because if we are in an energy of, I feel overwhelmed, we're telling the universe, I can't handle all of this. So we're like pushing it away. And so the key is how do I transmute that feeling of overwhelm to, okay, what are my buckets? Where am I directing the energy flow? What are the boundaries that I'm setting up to direct the energy flow so I can receive more, more, more and still be aligned with ease and grace and flow. So it's it's telling the universe, I am open to receive more. I am prepared to receive more. And I can handle that with ease and grace instead of I'm overwhelmed. And that's me telling the universe, I can't handle more. So then I can't be surprised if the universe doesn't send me more because I'm saying I'm overwhelmed, right? Versus setting up boundaries so that I can receive more and handle it with ease and grace and flow and not feel pulled in too many directions. So for me, update in assignment, update in mission. And I had to really let go of a lot of visions I had, honestly, like things that I was anchored into in terms of, oh, I'm going to build and I'm going to create this and I want to get there. And all of those desires really shifted. And I had to let go of visions. I had to let go of big visions that I was building toward and just kind of get over it. Cause I'm like, you know what? That's what I thought the big mission was. And now the assignment has gotten updated. So I have to pivot. And there is, you know, resistance to releasing some of those bigger dreams. But the truth is those aren't really my dreams anymore. Like (laughs) those are the dreams of me a year ago, but my dreams have changed. And so it's updating everything in alignment with that. 
and really looking at everything in my in my space in my field in terms of everything on I mean the, like logistically all my social media platforms everything in my house all my relationships how I'm spending my time platforms I'm using right all that is this in alignment with the mission now the assignment now the dreams now in terms of where I want to expand into or is it still energetically attached to who I was before or a vision I had for the future as an old version of me and so things have to be shifted but when I was tuning into okay we need an update in boundaries and I'm thinking I'm such a hard ass with boundaries like what is that even going to look look like well then what came up was where I had gotten leaky with my boundaries I need to get back on it <laughs> and also just the realization this might sound simple but honestly this is quite profound for me when I think about this concept of boundaries it's like okay how do I bring that into my reality well the way in which I know is quite simply <laughs> what am I annoyed with like, I know that sounds so, I don't know. I don't know. But that's the question I ask. What am I annoyed with? Because if I'm annoyed with something, then I know, oh, there needs to be a boundary there. It's sort of like in human design, you know, as a generator, I know fr frustration is my not self theme, or maybe it's bitterness for you or anger. For me, it's like, where do I need a boundary? Where am I annoyed? And where am I feeling heavy? Where am I feeling pulled in too many directions? Where am I feeling draggy or exhausted? And for me, just making a list of anything that comes up in any of those realms tells me exactly where I need to set a boundary. And boundaries look like resetting the terms, <laughs> being really clear on what I am available and what I'm not available for, and in which ways I'm available. And I've been thinking about this in the different buckets of my life. I've been thinking about this in terms of my social life, my friendships, romantic relationships, and also family. I have been thinking about this in terms of business and every angle there. I've been thinking about this in terms of consumption of media, social media, music, television, anything in that realm, technology. In itself, I've been thinking about this in terms of my physical health and how I take care of myself. So I've been thinking about this in terms of these different buckets. Where am I annoyed? Where am I frustrated? Where do I feel heavy? Where do I feel like I don't have enough time? Breaking it apart and looking at what do I need to renegotiate? What do I need to reset the terms of? Or what do I need to let go of? And to be honest, the big challenge for me is how many things can I say no to? That is the challenge the guides keep saying to me. Like, you are succeeding the more things you say no to because what it is about is concentrating your energy. Anyone who knows me knows I am obsessed with electrolytes. I am drinking the Element Citrus Salt right now. I have a few packets of Element every single day and it's totally changed my life. I used to think that electrolytes were just for athletes. But the thing is that I found out a lot of the weird symptoms I was having that I thought were a much bigger issue were really just because of an electrolyte imbalance. So for me, that looked like headaches. I had some brain fog. I had a ton of cravings during the day. My legs would swell up. And I kind of always felt like no matter how much water I was drinking, I wasn't fully hydrated. And it ended up being an electrolyte imbalance. And I find this 
is really common for people who are on a whole foods based diet like me. I eat whole foods. I drink a lot of water. I do a lot of energy work and I'm pretty active. And it can be really easy for your electrolytes to get out of balance when you are on a whole foods based diet. And with all the energy work that I do and the channeling I do, I really have to keep my electrolytes in check. So I drink multiple packets of Element every single day. And when it comes to electrolytes, a lot of brands out there have sugar, artificial ingredients, coloring, which is why I really struggled with electrolytes for a long time. Element doesn't have any of that. Super clean ingredients, tastes amazing, highest quality out there. And I would expect nothing less from co-founder Rob Wolf. I'm sure a lot of you are familiar with Rob Wolf. He was one of my like biggest influences when I entered the health and nutrition space. And I know how deep he gets into the science as a former research biochemist. So you can expect the best quality. And there's a reason why Special Forces teams, U.S. Olympics teams, NFL teams, NBA players, so many professional athletes rely on Element. Just for the everyday person who's on a whole foods-based diet or the person that's pretty active, these can be a game changer. They have been for me. I keep like 10 packets in every bag in my house. I have a ton of my car. I drink multiple packets a day. My current favorites are citrus salt and watermelon. So good. And then I put the chocolate in my coffee delicious. If you want to try out Element, you can get a free sample pack. Just pay shipping. It's about $5 for US orders. If you go to drinkelement.com slash CTC, and that is spelled D-R-I-N-K-L-M-N-T dot com slash CTC. That will give you a free sample pack that has eight packets of Element, two citrus, two raspberry, two orange, and two raw unflavored. Again, that's drinkelement.com slash CTC, D-R-I-N-K-L-M-N-T, dot com slash ctc just pay shipping you can try them out and you will fall in love so i really wanted to talk about this because it's what i've been thinking about nonstop for the last like month <laughs> so the guides keep bringing this up to me concentrating my energy bringing my energy into a central point of focus and this has been coming up in terms of like my social life, romantic relationships, my business. It just is the same theme over and over again. And even in this conversation around like understanding we have my soul is expressed in different realities, having all different types of experiences at the same time. And if I think about just the action of sometimes when I feel really scattered or exhausted, I will call in all aspects of myself to me. And like, we're all coming back in to me right now. When I'm doing that, it's not like I'm pulling energy out of that other expression of me and another reality, what I'm doing is concentrating the energy to supercharge myself. And at the same time, that is reflected elsewhere on the hologram. At the same time, that's also supercharging, powering up, concentrating the energy in the other expressions of me and other realities. I know we're, we're going places here. So that really like turned on a light bulb for me. <laughs> and thinking about, you know, what makes... <sighs> someone exhausted. I mean, there are so many reasons why you could be exhausted, right? You could be not getting enough sleep. You could have nutrient imbalances. You could be overtraining. You could be in a career that isn't aligned for you. You could be out of alignment in any direction. You know, there are so many things. But what the guides have been bringing to me a lot is this consistent theme of it's where energy is too dispersed. Like my energy is too dispersed and where I will feel energetic again and feel like I can really direct the energy in an effective way is 
concentrating it in one direction so it's more powerful. So instead of giving 10% in a bunch of different places, giving 100% in one direction. So thinking about where is my energy dispersed? And I started thinking about, you know, the more things we say yes to or the more things we add in, those are all different things that we have energetic cords with and we may or may not realize are draining us. And so I'll use the example of friendships. You know, (laughs) you might think we want more friends. This is so ridiculous. I'm just being honest. Okay. We might think we want more friends, but I think about, and I'm bringing this up because this is one of the areas of my life I have been reflecting on a lot and thinking I need to renegotiate my terms here. You know, over time, making different connections, having different friends. And let's say I start off with five friends and suddenly I have 25. Now, That's 25 energetic connections to manage. The thing is, even if I'm not talking to all of those people, I still have a cord with them. There's a piece of my energy connected with them. And that's still all things to keep track of. I was feeling this also in my physical space. It's sort of like, I might think I want a mansion with 15 bedrooms, but you know what happens when you buy a mansion with 15 bedrooms? You have to clean 15 bedrooms. And even if no one's in, 10 of those bedrooms, they collect dust, there's dirt, maybe there are spiders that pop up. You still have to manage all of that. And that's the piece of adding more in that we don't always think about. And where the guides were kind of like getting me to go is thinking about, okay, the more things you say yes to and the more you add in, that's more to manage and more of your energy that's actually dispersed versus less adding in and instead concentrating the energy, but expanding the portal. So the portal grows in energetic capacity. You can actually go deeper in the connection. So instead of me having, you know, going from five friends to 25, and now these are 25 people that I have to energetically manage, I guess, or 25 people who want to hang out or want to do X or Y or Z, like that's, that's a lot. That's a lot of tugging, you know? And this is something that, I mean, this is one of the reasons why I'm so aggressive with my boundaries. I'm just being honest. And people who have, I think, different types of careers, you know, you may or may not understand this, which is totally fine. Um, just with what I do and the number of people I communicate with, with on a daily basis. And a lot of entrepreneurs are in this situation. I mean, This is why people have like 500 unread text messages. Um, People don't realize how many people like can reach out in a day and then how much time that takes to respond. And I got to a point where, I mean, it was literally taking me like hours and hours just to answer boxers from people. And I was like, this isn't going to work. Instead of going from five friends to 25 friends, we're just using this as an example. What if I kept those five and expanded the energetic capacity of the relationship so I can actually go deeper with that person, have a stronger connection, get more out of that. And my energy isn't dispersed, it's concentrated. They keep bringing it back to this. Create a focal point of the energy, concentrate the energy. And this is where we really unlock the magic. This is where the expansion happens rather than dispersing the energy and and thinking of more as adding more in, but then is that more to manage in more places where your energy is 
dispersed and it's more to keep track of. And then that can lead to leakier boundaries and feeling tired versus simplifying it. But within like less portals, having less portals, but making them have a larger energetic capacity. I hope this is making sense because this is like what's changing my life right now. And to go (laughs) even deeper into this, what they were bringing up is that this was kind of a larger energetic disbursement play of the, I'll say the system, the powers that be. I mean, how do you control people? You make them feel like they need help. How do you get people to pay for convenience? How do you get people to pay for time? Okay, well, let's create this culture where you're pulled in a million directions, where you feel like you literally don't have enough time in a day to do all of the things. Let's create more platforms, more things to keep track of, more bills, more places to look, more platforms to look at, more television, more options. All of these different options, all of these different things that we're adding in, this is where people are dispersing their energy. We're feeling out of control. Now I don't have enough time in a day and I'm going to pay for all of these things. Now I'm going to give my power away by feeling like I need someone to fix things for me. And then you see where this leads versus keeping it simpler, concentrating your energy and not having that chaotic, ungrounded feeling of dispersed energy being pulled in too many directions, too much to keep track of. And when you're feeling grounded and like your energy is concentrated and you're balanced, you probably aren't being pulled in so many directions because you're probably not consuming as much media. You are spending more time inward. You probably doing less and getting better results. You have less of a need to pay for all these random things to save you time. And those things aren't bad. I'm just saying, like, how do we create this culture of there's never enough time in a day? Because that's what's been created by all of these things that have led us to dispersing our energy rather than keeping it concentrated and keeping us focused. It's all of the distractions, all the energetic distractions. And that is what makes people sick. Like that is what makes people feel exhausted because their energy is dispersed and it's what keeps people distracted from their mission. And it is what keeps people disconnected from their intuition because there's not enough time to slow down. And when there's not enough time to slow down, there's not enough time or space for you to tune in and hear the answer that's already within you. We would be living in a very different world right now if everybody had plenty of space to just sit and listen and hear their intuition. It's not that it's not there. Things are just too loud and busy for us to take a second and tune in. But this goes back to this conversation around time. You know, I did the podcast a couple of weeks ago around expanding and contracting time. And there's so much to say in that realm. And concentrating your energy is another way of getting more time back. When your energy is concentrated and it's not dispersed, when it's focused, when it's clearly directed. And again, a lot of that is boundaries and also cutting out things that are distracting you or dispersing the energy. You get more time back in a day. And so when I ask, you know, how do I expand time here? It is setting up stronger boundaries and releasing things. And this message of simplify, simplify, simplify is really relevant for a lot of people. This, I feel, also really relates to bigger picture trends I've talked about in terms of where I see businesses going. And I think I really feel big picture. I think people are going to really cut back on how many people they're following. And a lot of these platforms where we have access to a ton of people 
all at once. Like think about on Instagram, you're following a gazillion people, uh, you know, that kind of thing. A lot of people are really going to cut that down to like following minimal people. And I really feel like it's going to be less about these crowdsourced platforms and more about going to people individually. So to give an example, it would look like maybe I have five or six people I really enjoy learning from and I'm signed up for their email list and I'm subscribed to their podcasts and I specifically go to their website to check out their blogs. I really feel like that is bigger picture where we're heading, to be honest, because people are going to really tune in to the value of concentrating their energy and being really intentional with where they give their time and attention and energy. And controlling that, setting boundaries like that looks much more like going directly to the information that you want to learn about or the person you want to learn from rather than just being bombarded with all kinds of things all the time. And that is what leaves us feeling exhausted and confused and and disconnected. And I mean, I even think about, you know, the way I use platforms, I don't ever scroll. Like I search things specifically. I search podcasts specifically. I go to people's websites. I am subscribed to people's email lists. I do it that way. And it has changed my life. And when I used to just open my field up to whatever the hell wanted to come in, I mean, it was, it was crazy. So anyway, (laughs) that's just one boundary for me, but I feel like this is going to extend with entrepreneurship into people who have so many different legs of their business or just so many different offers really whittling it down, which is good marketing anyway. It's like just good business practice, like less is more. And then also in terms of platforms, instead of feeling like we have to be everywhere, just like really getting clear on, you know, where we're at, content getting more concise and more more value focused instead of just throwing shit out there, really going back to quality over quantity. And then like in our lives, I think simplifying, I mean, tighter knit communities, less friends, less, less platforms, just like less things we're keeping track of. I remember when I used to watch, I don't really watch TV anymore. The only show I really watch is The Bachelor and I'm not sure if I'll continue, but I used to watch a lot of TV. If you guys followed me in my early podcasting days, you know, I watched all of The Real Housewives. I watched a couple of freeform shows. I mean, I'm just thinking about like, I don't know, six, five or six years ago, uh, all the bachelors, you know, I'm like, wow, this is like 20 hours of my week. This is a part-time job. And I remember I was stressed keeping up with all of these different shows. I mean, the Real Housewives franchise alone, I mean, that is a full-time job. I mean, it's quite literally a full-time job, Andy Cohen. And I think a lot of people are in that situation. A lot of us are in that situation. It might not be, oh, I watch all of the Real Housewives franchises, but I also was like that with podcasts. I used to literally have like, I mean, it was probably 35, 40 podcasts that I listened to religiously. Like I had to listen to every new episode. That's like 40 hours of podcast content a week. I mean, I'm 2Xing it, but it was crazy. And I was stressed out about keeping up with all of those people. And what that fed into was like FOMO energy. But what it was, was dispersed energy. And I was half-assing everything in terms of actually consuming it. My energy was cluttered. I was feeling more disconnected. And when I just cut that shit and I was like, what are the, what are the, the necessities? Like, what are my top five? That's it. Things got way better. I became much calmer, got my energy back, my mental focus back. And I think that for a lot of people with physical health symptoms and then their mental focus and their anxiety. To me, I mean, most anxiety is 
energy being too dispersed. It's having too many energetic cords being pulled in too many directions. And so think about what am I giving my energy to? What am I spending my time on? These two are connected. And this includes just random stuff in your space. And so bringing it back to me cleaning out my house, this was connected to when they were saying set better boundaries and cut things out. And I kept going to like big things in my life, which I have been making some huge releases. But what I wasn't fully recognizing is that in the back of my mind, I kind of felt this constant anxiety because I had a lot of things in my house that needed to go. I know this sounds ridiculous, but it's all energy. And I noticed as I was just getting rid of objects, so many objects, cleaning things up, anything not essential, let's just get rid of this and creating space and feeling that spaciousness. I was realizing, whoa, every like random object in my house, it's connected to my energy. It's in my field and it's taking up space. And it's one thing, one more thing for me to be connected with. And do I want to be connected with this? It goes back to this idea with all the self-care routines. I'm talking about this with so many of my friends recently. There can be so many things that we do to relieve stress, right? These different routines to relieve stress, our morning routines or our nighttime routines or with health. I think this comes up a lot with health and health can turn into a full-time job. And at a certain point, you look at your de-stress routine and it's 50 things. And it's like, this is actually just becoming more stressful. It's dispersing the energy. (laughs) And so what if we did less but it was more effective because the energy was concentrated. And so we got more out of it. And so the way I've started thinking about anything I say yes to, this for me is looking like anything I'm giving my time to. So anything related to my business, it is, it is any social engagements, anybody in my life, anything I am buying, like any objects I am buying, any movies I'm buying, any, I don't know, like any random thing I'm buying. Every single thing I'm adding in, physical, emotional, energetic, whatever. And I am imagining that all of those things are plants that I have to take care of in my house. Okay, so if you imagined every single thing that you say yes to or that you give energy to or time to is a plant in your house, well, how many of those plants are going to die? I'm serious. This has really been helping me. Okay. Because, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I can't even believe. I'm sorry. I can't even believe I'm giving this analogy. But it's true. If I think about a new friend I'm letting enter my life, and if I imagine they're another plant I'm adding in my house, do I have the capacity to consistently take care of this plant? Or is it going to die? And if it's going to die because I can't water it, because there's not enough space for it, I can't put it in the sunlight, I can't consistently give it time or care like it's better to to not go to me because I I don't want it to die and come into my house and is my house going to be cluttered like that's literally how I'm thinking about things now so the plant analogy I think is really helpful just think of everything as a plant you know when somebody new wants to go get coffee with you I mean do I have the energetic capacity for another plant in my house am I can I commit to this so being like very protective over my energy and keeping it as concentrated as possible and with everything I'm evaluating, is this supporting me in my mission? Is this supporting me in the way I want to feel? Or is this a distraction? If it is not actively supporting me in the way I want to feel, if it is not actively supporting me in my mission, it is a distraction and it's got to be a no. And this is hitting me really hard because honestly, like I'm at this phase personally where I'm learning a lot about 
undoing things. I'm learning a lot about, oh, maybe I bought this mansion with 20 rooms. And at the time, it sounded really fun and amazing and great. And then I got in it and the amount of time and energy it's taking me to clean all 20 of these rooms is really not worth it. And I'd rather live in a two bedroom. And I'm learning a lot of lessons about undoing things that I got myself into. I got I got myself into them and now I have to undo it. And it's more work to undo it than it was to build the whole thing to begin with. And this is in like every area of my life. And it's making me really stop and think about moving forward. I need to be much more protective over my energy. It feels like I signed myself up for, you know, those athletes. I remember I had friends in, in high school. I only played one sport, which made it simpler, but I had friends in high school that were doing three sports at a time because they were all the same season and they were exhausted and they were burnt out. And I feel like, you know, there are places in my life where I sign up for 10, 10 sports in the same season. And that was not a good idea. And that means that I'm half-assing all my sports. And I don't like that feeling. And for me, this relates back to people pleasing. And I, I think about this, like, because for me with friendships, for example, I, I really like want to show up so fully for my friends. And this is why I'm very clear with my boundaries and how I show up. And I set a tone because I prefer having deep friendships and really showing up for people than like these, I don't know, halfway and halfway out things. I just, I really, friends are family to me. They really are. So I don't take it lightly. Anyway, I think about experiences I've had on the other side of people pleasers, people who want to be friends with everyone. They want to be everybody's best friend. And that's fine if that works for you. But on the receiving end of that, like, if I have a friend who I am showing up for 100%, like I'm very ride or die, give my all, like love hard, that kind of energy. I really show up for people and I'm very particular about who I allow in my inner circle. And I have been on the receiving end of having friends who are really in their people pleasing energy. And in the process of doing that, they're letting down their close friends. I just had a conversation with one of my close friends about this. And I told her, I said, you're trying to show up for everyone, like so many people, people who don't even give a shit about you. And in the process of being so deep in these people pleasing behaviors and trying to have a million friends, you're like real deep, close friends you're not showing up for because you're so busy showing up for 500 other people that you're not showing up for the people that, you know, if you were to prioritize your energy, probably would be at the top of the list. And and she actually wrote out a list and she was like, oh my God, you're right. I was like, if you wrote out, you know, who your priorities are, are your actions aligning with that in terms of where you're putting your time and your energy? And she was like, no, not at all. I'm literally spending all my time and energy on all of these other people who aren't even my close friends and I'm exhausted. And then I am like not even able to show up for my friends. And then my, my real friendships are suffering. And that's the other side of people pleasing behavior. In the effort to please everybody and show up for everybody, you're actually showing up for no one because you're half-assing everything and you're not showing up for yourself and you're drained and pulled in too many directions and people feel let down. And I mean, I mean, that's no one's responsibility. If somebody feels let down, those are their own emotions. But I'm just saying, I think a lot of us, if we like wrote out a list of what are my priorities in my 
personal life for myself, for taking care of myself, for feeling good myself? What are my priorities in terms of my relationships? Who who would be at the top of that list? Like who's really filling my soul in terms of, you know, you could do this in different buckets. You could do social life, you could do personal, you could do career, like really getting clear on the priorities. And this has been super helpful for me with my boundaries and thinking about, okay, if these are the top three things I want to do in my day, if these are the top three things I want to do for myself or for my health, or these are the top three relationships I want to focus on, or, you know, these are the fun things I want to do in my life, are my choices aligning with that? And it's getting really real and honest with yourself. And for me, especially this week, I've been thinking, holy shit, like, I'm clear on on what I want the priorities to be and where I'm putting my energy and how I'm spending my time is not in alignment with that. So things need to shift. And then there's the audit of what am I putting my energy toward? Because whatever we put our energy toward is what expands. And so if I want something else to expand, (laughs) I need my my energy concentrated and pushed in that direction. And for me, where I'm realizing like where time and energy is going, okay, this is where the boundaries need to pop up. So for me, a lot of that has been around communication and really honoring like, hey, I'm answering this one time of day. I'm only looking at this one time of day. I'm only looking at this once a week. And if someone needs my response tomorrow, well, they're not getting it. And I think it's really valuable if you're feeling pressure from other people, like pressure from someone in your family or a friend or someone in your business, you know, like, I think there's just a lot of places we feel pressure. Oh, I need to do this. I need to do that. Whose timeline is that on? And is it really a real timeline? And why is that person's timeline more important for you than yours? This is where communication comes into play. You know, I've had a lot of conversations in the last week (laughs) with people who, you know, project onto me. I need this from you now. You actually don't need it from me now. And if you need it from me now, I think we need to look at that because let's self-source this. And when people project that, you know, onto someone else, and then that person feels the pressure, recognizing, is this really my pressure from myself or am I feeling the other person tugging on my energy? But this is where knowing the boundaries is really helpful because I've had many conversations in the last week just being really clear. Hey, would love to help you with this. However, I'm unable to do this until next week. So if you would like this from me, I'm happy to do it next week. And if you can't wait until next week, maybe somebody else can help you out with that. Or you know what? I don't have the emotional space for that right now. Quite simply. And for me, it has all come back to getting really clear with my priorities and what it would look like for me to focus my energy, concentrate it, and put it in a certain direction and then ask, is this conversation? Is this activity? Is this engagement? Is this whatever it is in alignment with my priorities, in alignment with how I want to feel, supportive of that, supportive of the mission, or is it not? And starting to clean up anything that is leaving me feeling dispersed. I mean, even thinking about emails. I mean, how many things are you subscribed to? Start unsubscribing from that stuff. All of that is dispersing your energy. All of that is distracting. All of that is leading to all of these energy cords. And then for me, really being a steward of my time. So when I'm clear on my priorities and what's supportive of the mission and how I want to be feeling and how I want to be spending my time, what's important to me, prioritizing that in my day with my time. And then, you know, other things, maybe things that 
I want to get done, but I really don't want to be the focal point in terms of my energy. It's like, okay, great. I have 30 minutes for this. And there we go. And that's that. But we're going to get really resentful and feel anxious and feel tired if our energy is pulled in so many directions. So there's no clear focus. We're not really directing the energy in any you know, single direction. And also if it's this consistent directing our energy, our time, our focus, our attention to everybody else rather than when our time, our energy, our attention is focused in the direction that aligns with our mission, with our joy, with our happiness, with our authenticity, that is actually energizing. And so I think about, you know, if I'm feeling tired, I'm probably giving energy to something that is not in alignment with my joy, that is not in alignment with my mission. Sounds simple. But then you look at that in practice and you look at, oh, how much time do I spend going through my email? How much time am I spending on social? How much time am I spending talking to this person or that person? Is that really filling me up or does it actually feel more draining? Or even things that feel neutral. If it's a distraction, it's dispersing my energy. Here is where I will wrap up. (laughs) Think about what is required for your frequency to be potent. Because that's really what I'm getting at. For your frequency to be really potent, for you to be as magnetic as possible, that is concentrating all of your energy, emitting that frequency clearly, powerfully, pull it all within you, concentrate it. Potent frequency. So that is not only choosing to live as your highest vibrational self, which requires really being intentional with how you are spending your time, where you're putting your energy and your attention and doing the things that keep your frequency high, shedding off all of the extras, releasing all of the weights, tying you down, releasing all of the extra things that are muddying your signal. And then there's also the maintenance of that frequency. And I feel like one of the biggest places where we dull our signal, where the vibration isn't as potent, which means we're less magnetic, which means we're more tired, is when we adjust our boundaries to meet someone else's. Here's the thing. You're here to be an example of a different way. The old way isn't working. People are sick. People are tired. People are frustrated. People aren't happy. And so if you're going to actually be an example of something different, if you're going to live your joy, if you are going to live the mission, if you're going to create amazing things, you're going to have to do it differently, which is going to mean if anybody's calibrating anywhere, people have to calibrate to you in terms of boundaries. And so noticing where are you calibrating your boundaries to someone else who is not living as their most magnetic self. Because really what's going to be required for us to live as the most magnetic, happiest, most potent versions of ourselves in terms of vibration is going to be a shift in how we relate, is going to be a shift in boundary so we can really maintain a high frequency emit a clear energetic signal. And a lot of people are attempting to do that, but at the same time, then they are calibrating themselves to meet somebody else's boundaries. So that means, oh yeah, I'll work on your time. Oh yeah, I'll I'll do this here even though I don't really want to. Oh yeah, I'll say yes when I really want to say no. So when we talk about holding the frequency 
an extension of that is holding the boundary, uphold the boundary. And that actually creates space for everyone. That's actually where everybody's energy feels more concentrated. That's actually where everybody feels better because we're not creating all of these random, unnecessary energetic cords or things to keep track of or extra rooms that we're adding to our houses that now we have to furnish a whole other room. I have to clean another room. We have to maintain it. Right. So it's like, do I really want to add this in or do I want to concentrate more of the energy in the same portal? What am I adding in that's actually leading to more required energetic maintenance, which is actually just distracting me and dispersing my energy? So <laughs> this is way longer than I anticipated. Classic. Different way of viewing boundaries. This is what I've been thinking about a lot recently because I've been so into this. How do I expand time? When time is contracting, what's going on? And it's really coming back to where is the energy dispersed and what what does it look like to concentrate it, which means cutting a lot of things, cutting out a lot of things, then rearranging terms, contracts, communication, any patterns that have been ingrained in relationships. It's like, hey, actually, I've been reflecting and this is how I would like to move forward. This is what I'm available for. And setting it up in a way that is supportive of our frequency, is supportive of the mission is supportive of how we want to feel rather than distracting us. So let me know if if you found this interesting, different way to view boundaries. Love, love the topic. And if you did enjoy this episode, be sure to take a screenshot, share it to social media, tag me at Christina, the channel podcast and at Christina, the channel so we can repost. Say thank you. I always appreciate it so much. When you guys share, it is the best way to help us spread word about the show. And, you know, if there's someone in your life who you think would benefit from this episode or any other episodes, be sure to send them the link. I'm sure they will appreciate that love. And as always, if you do want to show some support for the podcast, the best way to do it is to leave a rating and a review on iTunes. Just takes a minute and it's a totally free way to support the show all the time love energy and years that have gone into this podcast so i always appreciate that ratings and reviews are a love language so i appreciate you all so much thank you so much for listening in i hope you have an incredible rest of your day and i will chat with you again next time